Today, we lost Lamont Dozier, one of the true titans of popular song. Hearing songs from his catalog, and in particular his collaborations with Eddie and Brian Holland, is like spinning the dial on the Motown era of the 60s and 70s. It includes hits by Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson, Martha and the Vandellas, The Four Tops, and of course, The Supremes, for whom he wrote and produced 10 Billboard number no. 1 songs. Where Did Our Love Go, Baby Love, and Stop in the Name of Love Will Live Forever. And how about the classics he wrote for other artists, like I Can't Help Myself, Sugar Pie Honey Bunch, Band of Gold, and How Sweet It Is. Yes, these are songs from a simpler era of pop music, but the titles alone remind us of some of the great covers of these enduring songs by artists like James Taylor, Phil Collins, and Michael Bublé. In the late 1980s, when I was collecting interviews for a songwriting special on Much Music, Lamont welcomed me to his home studio, where he told me the stories behind many of these classic hits. I was songwriter starstruck. The stories and his generosity have stayed with me through the years. Cut to almost 30 years later, when two of my friends and musical collaborators, Luke McMaster and Aaron Chattervedi, had gotten the opportunity of a lifetime to work with Lamont on a remake of Where Did Our Love Go? and to write a new song that encapsulated his life in music, a big challenge. They asked me to contribute lyrics, and I jumped at the chance to collaborate on a song with Aaron, Luke, and Lamont that became My Life is a Song. Lamont at that point was still writing every day, and it's that dedication, along with his gentle personality and love of creativity, that will always make him, for me, a true inspiration. Thank you, Lamont Dozier, for a lifetime of songs. Thanks, Christopher. Wonderful tribute. Okay, so let's dig into the archives right now. First, we have a chat with you and Lamont Dozier from the 80s. Let's have a listen. Was it a real uh, sort of 9 to 5, arrive at the office and start writing type of a job for exactly. you guys? Exactly. 9 to 5. We punched the clock, too. Literally? Yeah, literally. We, Barry Gordy worked at Ford's, and that's the way he thought a company should be uh, ran. We punched the time clock, we punched out for lunch, punched back in, and uh, we punched out at five or six. You know? And that's where we were, it was ran uh, for a couple of years, two or three years there in the early days, until the company got uh, really going strong and then we got rid of the time clock. Oh, wow. Now, with all those hit songs they wrote for various Motown artists, Holland Ozier Holland will always be associated with the Supremes. Now, Lamont has quite a story about the writing and recording of the song that broke the Supremes in 1963. Uh, in the case of Where Do I Love Go, that's the thing I came up with, and uh, I had somewhat of a raw with uh, well, a falling out. Uh, not really a falling out, just a little... <laughs> few words were passed between me and uh, Diana about uh, the song itself. She had heard uh, the Marvelettes had turned down the song, which was actually the case. Uh, and uh, they felt that they were low on the totem pole and they would always get the, the garbage that everybody else would <laughs> reject. And uh, we had cut the track and uh, we thought that uh, the track did have something in it. You know, it was kind of strange, you know, in a way. Dun, dun, baby, baby, where did I love? Dun, 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 dun. It was like a bunch of guys having a, a, a out with, on the town drinking or something. It was like a bar song in a, in a sense, you know. 
But uh, the Marvelettes hated it, and they were like talking. Uh, they had spread the word. Boy, girl, that now if they try to get this, get pan this song off, you better tell them that you know what. This is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. And that was that was Gladys Horton that told uh, one of the, I think Mary Wilson that, uh, and Mary told her Flo and uh, Diane that. Uh, if the song come your way, <laughs> you'll know it because it's the worst piece of so-and-so, you know. <laughs> and so they got in, and they were very quiet. I mean, you know, they, uh, nothing was said until after we had recorded it. And it was in the wrong key, first of all, because prior to that, all the Diane songs, uh, she was singing really high, you know, like a cat, you know, right? I was, you know, but this was a low, sultry type of song, so it was really out of her normal range for, the, for singing, you know. And um, uh, the thing come out very sultry with her sound, and, and lo and behold, that was the song that made the Supremes, uh, and the sound and the everything. And the reason why the Baby Baby came about was that I just got fed up with trying to teach the harmony parts. There's only two girls, you know, and we only had so many tracks. We couldn't overdub in those days like we do now. And uh, so I was trying little intricate type harmonies that just didn't work, you know. So finally, I just got fed up, and it wasn't sounding right with the voices. And I said, just saying, baby, baby. You know, it was like out of frustration. That's how I And I said, just saying, baby, baby. What? What's saying? What? Just saying, baby, baby. Baby, baby. Yeah, just say baby, baby. And that was it. And uh, afterwards, we were all looking at each other like in total amazement when this thing was running up the chart. The people are the judges, and the final uh, had the final say so. If it, if it doesn't pass the ear test and the heart test, and in this case, it was a, a three and a half, four man solo. Oh, that's funny. So the rumor goes around that this song that Holland, Dozier, and Holland are trying to get recorded is a dud. <laughs> I know. And little did they know. For part two of our tribute to Lamont Dozier, we revisit our Motown specials from March of 2021. This is great because Lamont tells us a story behind some of his biggest hits as a songwriter. Marvin Gaye from 1965 and How Sweet It Is to Be Loved by You. I can't imagine the exhilaration of that time when those three young men, Brian Holland, Lamont Dozier, and Eddie Holland, were writing and producing hit record after hit record. Man, those songs just last and last, too. You think about all the different artists from like Phil Collins to James Taylor who've done versions of those songs. Absolutely. They sure stand the test of time. Now, here is one of the odder ways to get a hit song. After that particular time, I was... uh divorced i think and uh i was uh, just got involved with another girl she was a writer we were having a little spat and a little spat <laughs> it was a fight you know what i mean <laughs> and uh, she hollered some of one of us said stop in the name of love you know as corny as it may sound that's where it happened and we stopped the fight and laughed because it was so corny you know and uh i wrote the song right after that like I said, Eddie picked it up and finished it up, the lyric, you know. And Brian came in on the melody, you know. And another million seller was, you know, <laughs> born. Yeah. 
The Supremes from 1965 and Stop in the Name of Love was spoken yeah. in a moment of heated passion. And boy, oh boy, uh, all of a sudden, both Lamont and his wife or his girlfriend just stopped dead and start laughing that someone said that in the middle of an argument. Well, I just, I just want to know if they held up the hand, if they did the hand thing. Right? Yes. <laughs> Tom, Lamont talks here about a creative all-nighter. Baby, I need your love. We used to... There was a place on 12th Street and, and, and West Grand Boulevard there in Detroit or a huge barbecue. Tops and I used to get some cold duck and barbecue and we used to stay up all night long and do an album in a couple of nights. It was just great to do it that way. Baby, I Need Your Love and, uh, came out of one of those all-night sessions, you know what I mean? Nineteen sixty-four, baby, I need your love, and the amazing Four Tops with the even more amazing Levi Stubbs on lead vocals. What a vocalist he was! Lamont talks about how they worked. It was like a factory over there, you know. Everybody, you go in there, you had little rehearsal halls and rooms and stuff, and everybody was going banging, you know. You know, pianos were all over the place. It's a little roll of houses, you know. It's about oh five or six houses. The reason why Barry bought the house was because the neighbors were complaining about it because it was just the one house, the Hitsfield building. And so he bought out all the neighbors' houses, you know, so we could work, you know. <laughs> Absolutely great stuff from Lamont Dozier. He was a wonderful songwriter and also a great storyteller. Lamont Dozier passed away on August 8th, 2022, at the age of 81. 